0: Hello, 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 and welcome to the June episode of of Malaysian Students' Podcast. Today, I'm joined by our three regular podcasters, Felicia.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Junjie. Hello, everyone. And Guahao. Hello. Our today's topic for the podcast will revolve around the topic of refugee in conjunction with the World Refugee Refugee Day on the twentieth June, which coincidentally is our first year anniversary of the podcast.
1: Yay! Ooh. <laughs> nice nice.
0: Time flies. It has been one year. year. <laughs> Time flies. Before we start our episode for today, let me ask you guys a question. Do you know approximately how many Rohingya refugees are there in Malaysia? Is it A, 9,000, B, 100,000, or C, 300,000? Give it some thought and I will reveal the answer at the end of the episode. Should answers answer as well? I don't think so.
1: I think I think we don't need that since we know the answer. And guys, uh, for the listeners, there's a tips here. Um Malaysia was the uh, Malaysia hosts the greatest amount of refugee from Rohingya in ASEAN. Yeah, so this might be a tips for you guys.
0: But yeah. don't get confused.
1: Yeah, okay. so bear with us till the very end of the session to know the answer. Don't skip out.
0: All right, now to the regularly scheduled program. The first one, the first question, what is your opinion towards refugees in Malaysia? Let's start off with Felicia.
1: Oh no, like a teacher called, called my name. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm not sure about this statement is authentic, but this is just my two cents. La. Um, Refugee in Malaysia, I personally view them as victim actually, because they come to this country, come to our country, Malaysia, because of maybe their safety isn't assured in their own country, or they suffered from some struggles like war or anything um, that could threaten their life in their country, and they come here to seek for safety and job. So so i actually personally view them as as a victim yeah
2: or maybe they're suffering from uh, racial discrimination or maybe genocide
1: Mm.
2: those can be factors that why they come to Malaysia to seek refuge
3: Yes, most of them are forced to leave their country and come our country to seek for like asylum or they are they're going to find some jobs here. But honestly, I don't have good impression to them. Um because you know, based on some news, their behavior are not appropriate at all. For example, they they come here and you know, conduct some criminals in Malaysia, and they don't want to cooperate with local people. Yeah, but still, we need to be open in talking
1: about this topic. Yeah, I think mainly it's caused by because they don't treat this land as their country; they treat it as just as a temporary shelter for them. So, um, that might be one of the cause for that, um, crime. Thing, but we will talk about it more in the next question. How, how about our teacher, Rishi? Sir Rishi, what's your opinion towards refugees in Malaysia?
0: As for the crime rate, it is not everyone, right? So it's just a tiny proportion, but I might mean, we'll talk about this more in the next question. So in my opinion, refugees are fellow humans from different countries coming here for refuge. It's their it's just that they are in need of our help. They're not wanting to come here just for fun. They're here for their needs. So I don't have a big impression of them, actually. I don't see them as a victim or a predator. They're just humans. Mm. Mm, your answer eh? seems like I don't have point. <laughs> Exactly the truth, <laughs> because Felicia said victim and you said predators. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing. They might not be from our country, but they deserve their rights as humans. So that's as far as I see. They should receive their needs, no matter. They should they should, treated right, no matter where they are. That's all. Okay, so. Let's move on to the second question. This question is quite interesting. Do you think the presence of refugees in Malaysia has affected social harmony? And are they competing with local people in finding jobs?
3: Yeah, I think you can start for me. Mm, Go on. I definitely think their presence affected our social harmony like um, I had a story before Um, there was a, a land owner like maybe he has a oil palm or what and some one day there are two or three refugees yeah uh, Rohingya they are Rohingyas they come to the oil palm and they seek for for help they want the boss to give them the jobs and they said it will work very hard um, during this period. So the boss said, oh, okay, that's okay because you two seems like quite Christian, you know, they don't have jobs, they don't have the place to live. So they just give them the jobs. Um, initially, they are doing quite well, you know. Um, they are very hardworking and they give good cooperation. But gradually, the number of refugees coming to, to work for, for him has increased. And now, the problems come. They, they, they want to give cooperation with the boss, and they are trying to conduct some crime. Um, yes, they conduct a lot of problems to the boss. And so the boss, they don't want the refugees to come anymore to job. Um, to find jobs. So he just said um yeah I, I just limit five of them or you know ten of them to work here. But those refugees they don't want to listen to his advice. They just come and they just um live in the place without the permission. So after after that he find police to help to Eliminate those refugees. and so this is not a good story, but it can reflect the real personality of some refugees. Yeah, they don't have culture because of their educational background or what is yes.
1: true. Actually, for me, like the first question, um, I mean from the statistics and the news. And, and even the real life story that Junjie shared just now the presence of refugees definitely somehow affected the social harmony in Malaysia including those crime and those uh, like in corp- incorporate in um, refugee employment um, but then I think we need to reflect and sit back to think about the causes of this issue lah. like and also uh, the way that we view crime because crime isn't only the dark side of humanity but, but then somehow sometimes i mean like most of the crime may be caused by like the marginalized community they are forced to do the crime like stealing in order to live because of they don't have skill freedom them to uh, get into employment then they need to feed their family so somehow they need to like you guys get me right so talking about crime, I do think sometimes they are forced to do that. La. And what we can do is actually to um, equip them with more social, educational skills and more opportunities.
3: Yes, actually we all know that. La. But the government need to um, like contribute quite a lot of money to yeah. kind of, kind of like investing them. Or educate them. But in, in some countries in Europe, the refugees actually labor of the country, especially in Germany. So it's quite, I would say, they, are, they have the, their roles also.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, m- most of the refugees are doing the job that local people don't want to do. Like. The dangerous one like cleaner or the petroleum.
3: Mm, maybe. Yes. And this leads to the next question. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> How about Goha and Rishi's point of view?
0: Gohan, you say first?
2: Well you guys basically just summing up Boris, I really don't have much other things to add to-
0: all right then, the competition of, Rohing- uh, of not Rohingya people only for refugees with local people in Malaysia is their demand for salary. Malaysian people with education, with our educational background, we tend to expect more salary for what we are doing, but it's not the same with refugees, they're happy with minimum salary for maximum effort, like as you said, they do dangerous jobs. Cleaning, in, cleaning at skyscrapers, maybe, then petroleum and everything. Those things are very dangerous, but they are okay to work for minimum salary. Because if, if you convert the currency, it's a very high amount. So the competition between them and local people is, is real. Many people are more inclined to get refugees to work for them, if they have a permit, rather than having local people to work. Because local people demand. While refugees, most of them don't demand. But as Junjie said, if number, if they are overemployed at certain point, they might start to not listen to their boss or their owner. So that may cause a problem. True. So if anyone has, if no one has anything to say, I will go to the next question.
2: Yes,
3: uh, Rishi. we um, need we need to know the difference between refugee and foreign worker. Like, yeah. the local people, we are more likely to, um, to invite the foreign worker to work with us, but not the refugee. That is a problem.
0: Well, I used to permit, so... Sorry. <laughs> okay, some of... Okay, I'm not saying everyone, but some of Malaysia, some Malaysians, they are okay to have refugees to work with them for a low, low pay. Do you agree, Junjieh? Yes. Yes, right. So that's the point. That's why they tend to choose refugees compared more, more uh, compared to local workers. Actually, I should have not used the word permit. Okay. Alright then. Next question. And this question is kind of a imagining, imagining question. Okay. The refugees in Malaysia are mostly from Myanmar, comprising of Rohingya's Chins and other ethnic groups. Imagine that you are one of the refugees. What do you think the government can help you with? So refugee number one, Junjie.
3: I think the important thing, if I'm a refugee, I want the government to give the legal access. But the thing is, as a refugee... I will need to cooperate with the government and also actually the local people. We don't want people to treat, treat us like uh, criminal or or people that will cause troubles. And one thing I hope mm, the government can cooperate with uh, the United Nations in handling this, this stuff and to give us the legal access to find formal work.
1: Yeah, actually very true. Like in this year, uh, 20th of April, around that time, uh, I think there was a very um, shocking and very popular news in Malaysia that uh, there were the death of six Rohingya um, refugee, including two two children, four adults, um, because they ran away from the detention center and the United Nations UNHCR said that they couldn't really chip in to solve this case because the uh, Malaysia government not allowed them to do things with the detention centre and the the condition for the detention centre is very bad. And yeah during that moment the people uh, like the refugee were very afraid of that because they don't want to um got caught back uh, into their own country own country. so they try to escape and during the escape like the death case just happened so it's really important for the cooperation so that like can reduce the negative impact and for me lah, if I were one of the refugees <clears throat> I think um, from the point of view of a teenager what I really want is actually the education like I hope to receive Proper, proper education and proper skill training from the government if possible like um, equip myself with proper knowledge and can do things to contribute and also to earn some in- income to feed my family cool nice
0: so now how what's your point of view
2: if I was one of the refugees, well, problem is I don't really know, like, I don't really do much research on like what what the government are doing to help the refugees uh, to settle into the country that they are uh seeking asylum in, and also, I'm lucky enough to not be one of the people who are seeking asylum in another country I'm lucky enough to uh, be a citizen of the country that I'm staying in right now so I don't really know like what the situation or the living standards for I mean I don't really know the situation like the refugees are facing in. so to be on the safe side I don't really want to comment on this question lah. Uh, so, yeah.
0: So that long speech was to say, don't
2: answer. <laughs> ah, you got you, you go to, go to make it long, what? If I just, if I just, just say no comment, and then no.
0: <laughs> so you just say it, because of all of this thing, I don't want to answer. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to try to say something, but I'm not sure whether you understand or not. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I just tried that. Okay, that means give a man a fish, you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. This one goes hand in hand with what Junjie said. Getting formal work. If I were a refugee, I would prefer to have a work. Not not just any normal work, a formal work that is respected. Because as a human, the important things that we need is food, shelter, and of course water, but water comes under food. These two things, food and shelter, are the most important thing. To get both of these, in this current world, we need income. So if I have a work, and an occupation that I could do to get income, that I could use to feed my family and myself, that is the best that anyone can give me. A work to feed myself. That is all. In wow, a way fantastic. I, in a way, I just said what you just said in a different way. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, as a Chinese, I also can't understand the idiom you said. I'm ashamed of that.
0: <laughs> Ouch. That just says that my pronunciation is so bad.
3: No, no, just that uh, I didn't understand.
0: But you still say it, right okay, but never mind. Yeah. Okay. So now towards the last question. Okay, this not off of video. Huh? We have to get longest answer for the fourth question. Because everything now is just taken 30 minutes. Oh. No minute. I say first.
1: Hey. Hey, wait. You... Okay, never mind, continue, sorry.
0: Do you think okay, the last question of the episode? Do you think the Malaysian government should accept the influx of refugees, especially Rohingyas?
2: This is such a controversial one.
1: Yes, very controversial.
0: Well we talked
3: about this question.
0: Well <laughs> <laughs> we talked yeah, It was someone who was whose name starts with the Latin in front of my letter. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Please share, come on. Okay.
1: okay, this is a pretty controversial question. And uh, definitely we, we would have... Wait, let me think about it first. Okay, okay. Three, two, one. Okay, this is definitely a pretty controversial question to be asked. La. Like, we could think from the perspective of... Um, a, that's more realistic. Like, the human nature is selfish like what Mr. Tai told us in the math class. Human is selfish by the nature and uh we would definitely face many predicament if we do accept the influx of ref uh, re- refugees from Rohingya uh, uh, Rohingyas and uh but from the perspective of human rights we shouldn't like leave them leave them in their struggles. But uh, from my point of view, I think this is what uh, requires the cooperation from the United Nations. Not only our country should um, accept them. If we if we were to accept them, there should be a policy or a system that uh, every country would have to bear this responsibility equally to make it more fair and to actually reduce our burden because what we need to consider is that um, even during the pandemic like our own citizen of Malaysia um, has struggled a lot in terms of like our economic um, political and social status so when there was there's a situation where we can't save ourselves like how can we save the others so for me there should be a better system for us to accept the influx of refuge uh, the, of refugees from Rohingya's
3: uh well said by Felicia. Actually I also agree with uh, what Felicia said. If I were the government of Malaysia, I also won't accept the influx of refugees. Yeah, uh, to be specific uh Rohingyas. Because based on our country's condition, our our economy has dropped recently. Our people are still suffering from the pandemic and we still don't have a concrete policy, and cooperation with the UNHCR in handling these refugees. So the influx of them will, will just cause um, social, will just affect our social harmony for long term. Unless, but um, based on humanitarian grounds, uh, we couldn't just let them die, you know. So, it's very important, like, what Fisher said. Um, imp- implementing a good policy with the neighbour countries is very important. Yeah. So, that's what I want to
1: say. Yeah. Like, actually, after the pandemic, um, our government uh, did reduce the number of uh, Rohingya refugee that we accept. But then, oh, uh, I read it from the news. Um, the some of the Rohingya refugees will just break their that like they just break their boat down, then trying to threaten our, our government to accept them. So it's also a very difficult situation for our government as well.
3: They left Malaysia until don't want don't want their life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, is it wrong that they didn't understand the joke? Mm? <laughs> I do not understand the joke.
1: Meaning uh they want to be in our country until they want to sacrifice their life, but uh in fact they don't have other choice la. It's either like they die in their own country or they die in the sea. So you just want
0: them to die. But the thing
3: is that they even don't have they even don't have a country.
1: country. They yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they don't oh my god. that hurts more. That
0: hurts more. They
3: they don't admit the presence of them. Oh the, the, that's why the is is just very Niclected.
0: controversial. Like, yeah, it, it, that's, not, it, that's not considered. Yes, true. Which that actually hurts more. <laughs> okay, for this question, uh, the answers differ from every perspective. If you see from Malaysian government perspective, and they have to see from a lot of different standpoints. First of all, economically. Economically. If the refugees are working for us, then economical ec- economy will rise. But from a political standpoint, if the rec- crime rate increases, then it's bad for a country. And then from social point, it will affect the c- country citizens. They will have to face retrenchments if because most pe- uh, some people prefer some companies prefer to have refugees to work for them due to low pay instead of citizens then if you see from our point of view it it, it differs by a lot then if you see from the Rohingya's point of view the refugees of course they would want them to be accepted as Junji said they don't even have a country on their own from this the Malaysian government has to think very carefully and most points were said by both Junji and Felicia so that's all from me what about Guaha
2: well, it's a very controversial one because on one hand, if you say the government should accept the influx of refugees, uh, the country's citizens would not be happy about it because of what uh, Rishi, Felicia and you just said just now. Uh, like, uh, due to the low pay, like, employers may retrench people just to pay refugees because they can pay them less, which equals to more, more profit for them but if you say like the government should stop accepting influx of refugees um like it will like the people internationally would not agree to it because like if if a a country doesn't accept refugees then where should they go like they're they're still human after all and they should have the right to seek asylum in in countries of their own And plus we are also human Humans should help each other So There really isn't A uh, yes no Answer for this lah That's in my opinion
3: Well Human is
0: here uh, And how does it again He didn't answer yes or no
2: <laughs> 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 Okay fine, fine. I, I want to
3: add one more point uh. Hmm. You know, d- during Mister Najib' time, mm.
1: uh,
3: wish, as a prime minister,
1: our
2: our
3: PM, uh, Mister Najib. Bosco, yeah, Bosco. Bosco. He he did quite a lot of effort. He paid quite a lot of effort, um, in helping the refugees. Uh, yeah, mm. because that time, uh, it's not my opinion. I just I heard someone say it because during that time. It's quite the... The Raya is just around the corner. And uh... during that time, he got one MDB, the bad news <laughs> from him. And he wanted to divert his... divert the public's attention. So he just uh, make the public to work on, focus on uh, the things related but to refugees. Yes. He just do a lot of efforts that... Um, he, I think he donate money to them for their education and some basic infrastructure. Mm. The public they just divert their attention towards the refugees and they ignore that one MDB. But still, now one MDB still is our attention.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no wonder why he has a lot of reputation among refugees. That's
1: interesting. Like, he's just a hero for for refugees. Well but people... not <laughs> our country.
0: Said, as you said, people are naturally <laughs> selfish. If someone do good to you, you are like, yeah, you are the best person on earth.
1: So true. Mm -hmm. Like, normally, when Pilehan Reyes is around the corner, there are lots of things happen. (laughs) Lots of topics being brought up. Including the death penalty recently. Like, should we abolish death penalty? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's off the topic, but...
0: They shouldn't abolish. Okay. Now, coming back to the question that I asked... In the beginning of the episode, do you guys know how many Rohingya refugees are there in Malaysia? Approximately a 9,000, b 100,000, c 300,000. The answer to that will be b 100,000 Rohingya refugees in Malaysia. So,
3: why
2: are you Which
3: is a Monday fairly official
0: as well. It's too low, man. What? <laughs> it's too <still pretty laughs> <it's> low? know. <laughs> ah, you will see. So, Felicia's hint that Rohingya refugees are very too, are too much. It's kind of a confusing one. But I mind. Mean, B is 100,000. Confusing? Yes. There's there more higher one. 300,000. There's a higher one. Alright then.
1: But only in a- ASEAN world.
0: mm Malaysia. Oh, ASEAN. All right. You got a point?
1: Oh, you break your voice. Okay.
0: <clears throat> okay. Voice break happen on its own. I don't make them happen. Okay. All right. There are about 25 million refugees in the world. And our country has already accepted almost one person of global refugees. For that, respect to Malaysia, Malaysian government. Therefore, we have to confront the issue of refugees and think about what we can do to best help them rebuild their families. Don't always treat them with coloured spectacles and try to understand their situation first before you comment on their behaviour. Okay, now an important announcement for those who may or may not know. We are all our SPM students. And our SPM exams are approaching approaching. Therefore we will be stopping our podcasting for a while until April of 2023. But no worries, Instagram will be still will still be up. So you can check us out on there. Thank you every thank you for the listeners for supporting us all this while
1: so we really appreciate you guys for listening to us even though sometimes maybe you are not agree like with our point of view or stuff but uh, all the best to all SPM candidates in batch 05 as well and yeah hope hope it's not too sad <laughs> but see you all next year lah.
0: but you can still keep in touch with us on at Instagram you yes, can dm us, us.
1: Follow our Instagram, please. (laughs) The link is below the description.
0: We knew that that was a shameless plugin, but still, it is what
1: it
0: (laughs) is. (laughs) Okay, GJ Gohao, say bye. Bye.
1: Bye, bye.
0: Bye, everyone. See you all in the next one. In the
3: next year?
1: (laughs) April
0: 2023.
1: We end our podcast with a very every topic.
0: I know.